Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back and now tune into the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your host, Laws in the building. Got my man, Aaron, yeah. and we rocking out. You already know. Yeah. Uh, got a lot of stuff on tap. Uh just to get y'all right, heads up, we know the draft is is coming. This coming Thursday, two days into the draft, we're gonna get into that stuff. Tomorrow we have a draft show that you're gonna want to tune into because we're gonna give you all the duds, the studs, the bums, and the scrubs. We're gonna give you all all of the above. Uh, come tomorrow on our draft show, we'll have our our. Uh, expert analyst y'all already know we get the experts on, on the show um you know because we take it serious right so we're going to definitely have that content for you um please subscribe to the channel if you're here for the first time please subscribe i'm telling you we got good content coming um before we get into the sports because we're going though we got to talk about ben simmons we got to talk about the brooklyn nets we got to talk about easy money sniper and uh Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. We're going to get into that. Um, but for starters, we have a question of the day. This one, let me just get into it. So the question is, is there a such thing as dating in your dating pool? If so, how did Oprah wed Stedman, Bezos with his woman, Idris Elba with his woman, or does this only apply only applies to men and then uh the the post was date within your dating pool please you work at amazon warehouse or call center and mad that ig models and bottle girls don't want to date you you claim no one wants a nice guy but actively pursue women who proudly boast about being a city girl or date scammers you want a man to provide everything for you, but you make $15 an hour and have no formal education or add value to anything outside of having a vagina. You want to split everything 50-50, but slide in the DMs of a woman who clearly states she doesn't want to do that because she's used to a certain income or lifestyle. You're a solid five without makeup and weave for the ladies and mad that a conventional seven and eight wants to date another seven and eight. You make 40K a year and watch Kevin Samuels for dating advice and expect women with 70 plus K and no kids to submit to you. You got kids and and think people with no kids who don't want to date people with kids shouldn't write you off. Save yourself and date within your means. That math, that that's math, not mathing. Aaron? <laughs> you start off, though. I, I, to me, this is... this is 
this is the worst kind of post to me because you try to lump a lot of different scenarios all in one. The, the reasons why like women date certain men or men date certain women are totally different. It's not, it's not a hodgepodge. You can't just lump them all together and just use money and income as the criteria for the separating factor because that's not necessarily the case because the, the reasons why men date certain women is different than why women date certain men. So whenever I can tell you who wrote this post because most women don't understand that. So clearly when that, that part of it is missing, then they just think that the same criteria that applies to, to women in the dating scene just applies to women all across the board when it doesn't. They want it to be one way, it's the other way. That's what it comes down to. They, they are extremely frustrated by the fact that one, men can date well into their 40s and 50s without necessarily losing value. And a man can start out with low value and then increase his value. Women don't really fall into that same boat. Their value, they're pretty much, their maximum value they're born with. They can get all the degrees, all the jobs, all the raises and titles they want. They can't, over the course of a lifetime, jump three or four points if they were maxing out their potential all the way along. You see what I'm saying? So a guy can be like, so if you was like one of them people who was like, had the Coke bottle glasses, like the geek, the chic joint, that's definitely, we're not talking about that. But if you was maximizing at every step of the way and you were maximizing your physical potential as a woman, you can't go from a five to getting a degree, a job, a title, and then be and a income ten. and be a ten. They want it to be that way because that's what they're focused on primarily, like modern women. So they You breaking up, Aaron. Oh, he was dropping the gems before he, before he got disconnected. But yeah. They refuse I, it, though. Okay, here you back. I didn't get the I didn't catch the last part. What'd you say? I was saying it's not that they don't understand it, they just refuse it because they're frustrated by the fact that the criteria aren't the same for men and women. It's a, it's like mm-hmm. just envy. They're envious of it. That they have to focus like earlier than we do on settling down or, or or basically focus on the family goals that they want. Whereas they feel like we like lollygag, we run the streets, do what we want to do, and then pop up at 40 or 50 and still had the potential to like settle down. Whereas if they don't settle down by 35, 40, that's like a life sentence in a lot of cases, in most cases. Yeah. I I mean, premise is accurate though. Like if she would have stuck to the original premise, should you date in your dating pool? The answer is yes. That's where you're going to find the most success for both genders. It's just that the criteria for your pool aren't the same. If you understood yeah. that and, and raised your daughters that way to understand what they're like, <laughs> what men rank them on or how men view them, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not, biologically, it is what it is. The, listen, the easiest example I can give you is a sports analogy because I, I love doing sports analogy. But if you go into the gym, right, and it's pro athletes in that gym, you Please. walk in. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get no burn 
if the, if, it, if it's pro athletes in there, they gonna look at me. I don't care how good I am on a rec center basketball court. They gonna look at me and they gonna be like, dog. You like, not getting picked unless it's nine bammers and they need one. And it's the same analogy. Like and, they don't need that's an extra how like, If if Bama just put in a situation where they just desperate and lonely, they just like, okay, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like it just under normal circumstances, I'm not going to play because I'm not a pro athlete. And it could be the, a, a bum pro athlete in there that's going to get a look before cook everybody. me. <laughs> cook everybody. Cook. Now, if it's just a regular gym and it's just like open gym, right? I'm You see it all the time. Aaron Bama's go to the gyms where they get, they like the superstar in that gym. Right. <laughs> they go to the gym where, you know, it's, it's over 40 and over. Everybody kind of moving at a certain frame rate. Ain't nobody really dunking like that. Everybody shooting jumpers. And, you know, <laughs> I can shoot pretty well. So I'm going farewell at this gym over here, dog, off of Laurel Boy Road. Because I'm, ain't nobody in there really super athletic or doing stuff. Like, my chances are higher to play and look good in that, that, that gym. Everybody 5'10", 5'11", versus Bama 6'8", 250. It's just... It's different leagues, though. And people... Like, we live in this world everybody has the the most confidence. Everybody's perfect. Everybody's beautiful. Everybody is the best at everything that they've ever done. And it's not really conducive to, like, reality when it's time to, like, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, this is where I stand. This is where I need to be picking from. But but again, you, you know that how what plays into it is like, you know, in order for people, because dog, Bama's would be committing suicide all over town. If, if you can't, if you can't have any self confidence in anything that you do, I mean, like. But it's not about all or nothing. It's, it's like pass. It's not pass or fail, true or false. It's just about okay. understanding you're not a ten, you a six, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's not disrespect. Mm-hmm. But every woman walks around like she's a ten and saying a ten, and we got to pretend. Because she's why? A 10. Because because, because 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 she earns a lot of you know earns a lot of money and that just automatically like bumps her score up. She got a master's but, degree or she got you know what I mean like she taking trips and and you ain't taking it's just it's a bunch of foolishness going on and this like they try to rewrite the rules and that's why they end up where they end up. And, and the most important thing I think that skews their views is like not only is the criteria and the variables not the same for your pool, the outcome is not the same. Like, it's a dude that that, that would be on a scale, like on, on, on a rating scale, like as far as accomplishments, whatever that you look for as a woman, would be a 10. He'll smash, he, he'll sneak and smash a five and not say nothing. But he's not going to marry you. He's not going to date you seriously. And that's, the criteria for a woman is different than a man. Whereas a man... Generally speaking, if you get hit, you won. Like whether you date or not, that's an, another equation. But if you can hit, you won. If you can hit, you can have it. Basically, that's what I'm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's just what it is. So because a dude that that's out of their league hit the drink before, they walking around like that's what their standard is, and they live up and end up in fantasy land at 35, 40, 45 and don't want to don't want to don't want to live in fantasy land. I just yeah, it's it's rough out here, dog. It's rough out here. Uh speaking of rough, I 
What happened to these dudes, man? What happened, Ern? What happened? I've been trying to tell y'all for the longest time. KD, he tweets, uh, puts this up on his Instagram after the game because he can't stand the noise. It was his choice these to three team up over with the hill athletes, These three over-the-hill athletes at the end of their careers, he posts them like, like it's a... It's a Dog, KD, bro, you got to stop. Who's in your camp to tell you, chill, you ain't got to worry about what people say, bro. You don't. You let Charles... Charles Barkley, excuse me, who ain't won nothing, slander you. And and the jump stings a nerve, bro? Come on. Maybe Shaq. Maybe Shaq. He did win. But not not Charles Barkley, though. Charles he Barkley got the be, most to say. getting all of them bams. He had Draymond Green ready to fight. Uh, he was getting at LeBron at one point. Oh, y'all got to let these, these, like, you can't even feed into that. I th- I mean, granted, and, and I may be one in, the, in the, the minority who thinks it's really not all the way your fault. Like, you are who you are. So what is it? Coaching ain't put you in a position to be successful. What you is were not put choosing the Nets over the Wizards. If he would have went to the Wizards with Wall and Bill, he would have had more success than he's had with the Nets in the last two years. This is a fact. Now, now hold on. Hold on. I'm going to pause you right there because I don't know. When fans like this is putting out stuff, if Nash is fired in Brooklyn, as as it is rumored, would he be an upgrade over Unsell? Like, read, when people, read the name. Who posted that? What's his name? You You already know. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even touching know. on this. But I'm just saying, that's what this this fan base is made of. These type of Bamas who have no clue about basketball at all. They don't know. That's why they fans. That's the point. You're right. You're right. I, I just, I don't know he would necessarily be better because fans are stupid here. There's no polite way to say it. They're just... They, they're just not intelligent. There's like, if you had to put like the intelligence level, like with, with the percentage of uh, Washington fans, Washington sports, it might be less than 1%. But fans are stupid everywhere. The difference is they are. management is stupid here. So fans feel like they know more than management because management ain't doing no better than fans would do. So okay. when you look at like a Green Bay or uh Patriots, like they fans dumb as hell too. They just... They trust that management knows what they're doing, so they tend to not have to have these conversations we have to have and come up with with prognostications as to what move we need to make, what trade we need to make, what coach we need. Belichick going to be there. You're not thinking about what coach you need. The same thing with the Spurs for the longest time. You know what I mean? Like in organizations that win, you don't have to hear their fans come up with scenarios that would help the team win because they already win it. At least competent. Would Ben Simmons made a difference? Would he have made a difference? Yes. Defensively, Kyrie is awful at the point guard position. He would have made a world of difference to the point where I could even see it making enough of a difference to where the Nets could have won the series. And I know people don't like uh, what y'all don't like uh, here. Uh, uh, 
what you call it, uh, theoretical, uh, what was oh, the joke? Oh, oh, hypotheticals. <laughs> hypotheticals. I know y'all don't like hypotheticals on the airwaves, but if you strategically, one of the big issues was they couldn't. Defend it. Their defense was trash. People were getting all the way to the basket. And then when they get to Every the basket, time. they were getting offensive rebounds on, on the layups that they missed or the short uh, shots that they were taking. So I think he would have made a world of difference. I just don't know. Like, I know it's convenient, just like it was with Russell Westbrook, to, like, mm-hmm. hop on the BAM and say all this stuff is going on. One, I don't know where he is health-wise. And two, the BAM is light-skinned. I don't know where he is mentally. Like, <laughs> No, hold on. I, I'm just going to say this, though. Shout out my man, Van. He sent me this joke this morning. It said that Tiger Woods was in a car accident, broke both his knees. Bama got involved in a scandal. His wife left him. He, dog, the whole world on his shoulders, everything. And he came back to the Masters. Can he run full court basketball, though? So he popping popping pills walking up and down the mat, the uh, greens, dog. He can't, that joint is is strenuous on your kneecaps after both of them joints done been capped and crunched. I, I just, I'm trying to figure out, I mean, and granted, I know that the sports are, are polarizingly different, like they're different, right? But still, the right. mental, the mental fortitude that it takes to play in a golf tournament, dog, I would argue is is the same, if not more, right? And, and when you're talking about mental, if, if it's something wrong with Ben Simmons' mental, I'm I'm confused, dog, because literally. You wouldn't have to really... Nobody's asking you to score. All they're asking you to do is share the basketball and play defense. I don't think... I don't I know mean, that that's... I don't, go ahead. I just don't know. You know, NBA, they're always looking for a scapegoat. It don't matter what, what happens. When teams are not being successful, it's like, whose fault is it, right? Who Who's to blame? Right. And I think that Ben Simmons may have looked at the situation. It was like, uh, I'm going to see how this first series go, because if I come in and things don't work out, I'm going to be the first one to blame. And, you know, f- f- he already little little fragile. I, maybe he's just looking at like, I'm not even trying to put myself in harm's way. If I just don't play, they can't blame me. I, I think it's a real soft way to go, but it's possible. Business I just wise. don't. How's I, the think, I think where he is in his career, like Bama's forget before the, the alleged injury, he was getting super slandered for being not shooting threes, not progressing offensively, all of that. He's already kind of at the at the edge as far as who he's going to be as a basketball player. I think he doesn't want to put bad film on tape. Um, and I think he wanted to be able to go into the offseason and kind of come into next year fresh mentally and approach it that way. I don't think he ever was going to play um, with the Nets this year. I don't know if he it was in the plan for him to play or what the case was. I don't know if they talked to him beforehand, but to me, it just didn't seem like it was important. Like, he just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Mentally, it just seemed like the Bama wasn't invested. Like, you could see Bama's who's out the game, but still invested in their team winning. It just, the Bama looked like he was, he, he was you know, on Space Mountain somewhere. Like, it just yeah. seemed like he was disconnected. Apparently the Bama was on playing video games on Call of Duty and just like <laughs> I just I don't know, dog. I don't know. Like this is so foreign to me. 
like we come from an era where Bama's had drug addictions and was playing, dog. Bama's had lost their mother, father, like everything, and was still like hoop, like hooping was therapeutic. But like, Dennis Rodman was also taking sabbaticals, like, dog, I need a break and going and chilling, gambling, smashing youngins off and doing coke. So, it's, and then coming right back now without Instagram <laughs> to be able to say because they kept playing and they kept progressing, but like, no, and he was still cooking too. <laughs> That'd be high as a kite. 28 rebounds, dog. <laughs> dog I, yeah, I don't I, get I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and give Why, him the Because I don't know how much of the issues he that he was having. And that's the point. Like, but until this, I but this, him this, play this, and but fail. This, but this is what I'm this, saying. Like, when I'm, th- when I'm thinking about, like, head case issues, right? Did he lose a newborn child? Did he like this is the stuff that where I would be like, you know what? Like, dog, I wouldn't have played either, bro. Like it's not I, 1982 it's, anymore, Harold. Like these Bamas is raised different. We just talked about this new modern area of everything sensitive, everything like it's 22 Jump Street, dog. 2022 Jump Street. Like it's completely different than the world we grew up in. So you can't use that as a bar to judge like what Bama. This Bama got a hanky in his back pocket or something. Like I do, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm lost you, on it, and I'm not even being insensitive. You not allowed no, to criticize. But this is the thing: everybody, to some degree, has mental health issues. There's nobody that's exempt. Everybody deals with stress. Everybody deals with depression in some capacity, right? It's just some are are, are better suited to handling than others, right? Or have certain support systems in place that to help them. I just. I, I, it just Think about convenient. all the light skinned dudes you know. Is this that far separated from the type of behavior you used to seeing from these bamas? Overthinking <laughs> stuff, letting stuff. No, it's, it go with it. Just go with with what you used to seeing, though. Okay, uh, it's another guy who has a problem with the NBA. Well, he doesn't really necessarily. It's not really targeted at the NBA. It's targeted at HBO. <laughs> Jerry West is saying that he's he's about to sue HBO for defamation of character and he said he's willing to take it to the Supreme Court if he has to because he does not approve of the way that he's depicted in the HBO special series Winning Time which is a phenomenal series by the way uh yeah, I don't think anybody's happy about winning time because winning time, it didn't, It, I mean, to me, it just seems like it's an unfiltered story around the Lakers. The LA in the 70s and 80s, though, like it was a different time. Like It was a different time. If you went back and focused on anybody's behavior back then, especially a bunch of rich Bamas with access, though, you're going to see some stuff that's unflattering. That's just what it is that's magic fact. is is completely different than a lot of people thought he was you know what i mean that wasn't yeah. privy to how this bama was moving the, the owner jerry bus it's a lot of bamas out here wild <laughs> no and honestly I, what do you think about it that what do you think it is that he's so disturbed about is Nobody it the knew. fact that people uh, you had inklings uh, about magic <laughs> you know certain groups had, nobody knew about this jerry west stuff so no, like, he didn't like, like he didn't want magic. 
they 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 left it short of him like saying I don't want this N word on the show. <laughs> like I mean on the on the team. Like he didn't say that, but that was the kind of vibes that they was painting in Jerry. Like he was just not for progression, right? And he has this one image, you know, amongst NBA fans that is completely different from who he's depicted or how he's depicted in the show. So, of course, he's taking that image hit, um, whether it be true or not. That was 83 years old, dog. What are you? So imagine being painted one way for 82 years and then, and then you 83 and they tell the truth. on a mission. It, right, exactly. About to come up <laughs> exactly. A old, a old mixtape from 99 that Laws was on cursing, saying all foolish stuff. I'm like, exactly. yo, why are you going to release that, bro? Without come my on. You're going to look at all avenues to try to get it wiped off <laughs> in that one. You know what I mean? <laughs> to get the dream redacted, and that's what he's no, trying to do. Yeah, but HBO, you can't. No, it's they, HBO Big League. They, they. I'm sure they crossed all the. Uh, they did. They, they definitely. They, did. So they, they was like, oh yeah, we're gonna take a hit from this joke because they got magic on that joke. The magic man, he out here. That boy be munching in a brothel. He out of control. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. You got to pump the brakes on that bad but dog. That he is a toothbrush out of control. Dog, he, yeah, he, he done. And the thing is, I mean, it's rumors he was moving just like that out here. Then you got Jerry West. Rest in peace. Good thing he not here because this joke got him looking like. The creep of all creeps out here. But again, it ain't really far-fetched. I mean, Don, remember Donald, Donald Sterling? He cold, like, all them Bama's buddies, <laughs> Then they got, then they allude to certain stuff in the show, like like uh, David Stern, uh, Stern's orders. I'm telling y'all, just watch the, sp- they, they allude to the Stern's orders, heavy in the jump. Heavy. Um, you know, I, I like that it's, it's uncut for the most part, right? You know, of course they're telling a story, but it's uncut of how like it is in the locker room, how Kareem was. I wonder what Kareem think about the Joan. He been kind of quiet. They got this Bama like he was just a cold militant in the Joan. And also, I like like HBO was really the goat though. Like the way they can kind of jump, like it's no political narrative that they're tied to in. The, the writing of this show like you can yes. see how they go from like the little white supremacist avenues to uh the muslim exactly. avenue without yes. trying to like paint it in a way that's unflattering or tr- you know what i mean like yeah. they can just kind of yeah. like take the camera just, anywhere and just tell a story without just how it is yeah exactly or being any black the way most other they would have never delved into that Muslim aspect of uh, Kareem mm-hmm. and been able to tell that story in that way. That way, insight. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so, without like, without doing something, you'd be like, dog, why would y'all do that? Like, you know, right. just yeah, no, it, it, it's phenomenal. Like, I like even how it's shot. Like, it has that '80s look, and like from the airs, like they, they put the all 70s, the noise in the video and all that to make it look yeah. like they shot on the old '80s cam. Yeah. <laughs> the joint is kind of genius. No, it's it, 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 it's pretty great. It, I mean, viewer discretion advised because this joint not for kids. Yeah, but no kids. It's it's uh it's it's legit though. It's legit. They 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 telling the story how. I believe it went down. Like I literally watched the jump, and I'm like, dog, this is exactly how these Bama's probably." Yeah, I believe ninety nine percent. Like I do. Like it, and it seemed like to me, it seems like 
they have like a, a real source that was given the information. Like it don't seem fabricated. Like they just pulling stuff out of hat. It seemed like they really knew what was going on and had insight to the whole inner workings. And some of the stuff I had to go online and look the joint up. Like hold on, this joint happened. Like, like the I, with I, I, I had yo, to go look that joint up. Like dog, no way. And I'm like, oh damn, I guess it did happen that yo, way. Dog, my brother got murked. They uh. The jump when they try to get the the one uh coach and he got he fell off his bike and was in a coma for three days. I'm like, dude, this happened. Like, where was I at? Well, I didn't come on the scene till '83, so you know some of that jump was right there before me. But still, it's just like I had to go look it up because it was just I didn't believe it. So yeah, I mean, I know Jerry, Jerry, I know you don't like it, bro. It's all good though, homie. I mean. It is what it is. You 83. Everybody think about you anyway, yeah. Yeah, man, you good. Ain't nobody, ain't no statutes of limitations is done, dog. You ain't got to worry. You ain't got to worry, dog. Um, NBA playoffs. We got the Hawks in the heat. Um, looks like game five, you're not going to get Jimmy Butler. Knee issues. I don't know what that's about. If it's a knee, he got fluid in his knee or something? I don't, I don't know, know though. I don't know. He been cooking. He been single-handedly carrying the squad. So, um, I mean, that's they definitely going to change. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I mean, I think the Hawks will get one. I, I think the Hawks will get get another one um, without Jimmy Butler. Because Jimmy Butler, he's, he's the game changer. Um, then you got the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. And, I mean, it's tied 2-2. I mean, nobody thought we'd be here with the Timberwolves, but they've, they've stuck it out. Even after they gave up the one loss to the Grizzlies where they should have won and gave it up. Um, John Morant, last game, he played decent. He didn't really do a whole lot of scoring into the second half, but, uh, you know, he had, a, you know, good assist numbers. Um, who you got winning this one? Right. Um. I'm gonna go Grizzlies. I'm gonna go Grizzlies. Yeah, I think I think the Timberwolves, right? Is a young team similar to the Grizzlies, and I just think that like teams like this, you gotta mud hold them and get them up out of there. You can't give a team like this confidence to think that they have a chance. So, if the Grizzlies do not win tonight, then they will lose the series, in my opinion. I agree. Um, then you got the Pelicans and the Suns. You got Devin Booker dealing with a hamstring issue. Uh, you relying on Chris Paul to carry the Suns, essentially. DeAndre Ayton has not been, you know, playing to the to the level he played at last year. Um, the Pelicans, another team, you know, Ingram. I feel like you got to... Ingram has been balling, though. Aaron, I want him so bad on the Wizards, but I just know now that he's cooking like this, it yeah, is no absolutely no way he's going to His value anywhere, went bro. way up. He moved Dog, to the next Bama, tier players to me. He, he did move to the next tier. He was in that B tier, and he definitely moved to the A tier. Um, the way he's playing in this series, he's looking like the leader of the team. And him and CJ McCullough together, they looking like a force. And the dog, the versatility, like I got to commend the Pelicans coach. The way they're using this Bama's versatility, he plays the one half of the game. He's cooked. A 6'10 one who can score from anywhere on the court, play defense, long athletic, though. We'll just never get players like this. Never. 
And so when you had a chance, you should have been going after him heavy and but they're not nobody on our staff. Oh, we could talk about LeBron and his dumb GMS. Like you leave him and Bowl on that team, you talking about them potentially winning the chip this year. But he sacrificed everything for a bubble chip in AD who never shows up on the court. So <laughs> it's just crazy though. Crazy. Yeah, so who do you think wins this tonight? I think the Pelicans I'm going Pelicans to win the series. I think the Pelicans is going to win the series as well. I think the Suns just, you know, it, it just feels like they're pressing. Like, it almost feels like they know they're about to lose. And that's problematic in sports. But once they you start Chris to Paul. even consider, I mean, they do. And Chris Paul can be, he can carry a team from a leadership standpoint. But I think Chris Paul is not, he's a he's a better secondary scorer, in my opinion. Yeah. When he's not expected to score, that's when I feel like he excels scoring. But when when you make him have to be the scorer, I just think that that's not his 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 game. His game is facilitating, and then when you've kind of been lulled to sleep with his facilitation, then the Bama just drops twenty eight on you, right? Like, I mean, that's why Devin, Devin Booker is such a critical piece for them to be successful. And without him, I just think that what the what the the Hornets have is just too much. I think they just you seen Zion been in the warm-ups doing three. Yeah, now he won't play. Exactly. Now he won't play because the team get hot. I'm like, nah. Stay your fat ass in the sideline. Tomorrow tomorrow the Bulls and the Bucks. Uh Milwaukee's up 3-1. You got Middleton who's gonna be out, probably miss the rest of this series. Uh Chicago, I mean, they got DeRozan, Zach Levine. It looks like Giannis is just going to be the, the guy. You can't. He just looks unstoppable. Um, did Milwaukee finish it this next game, or does it go on? A, uh, does it keep going? Does the series continue? I think they finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I think the Bucks will will finish this series, um, and you'll see Vintage uh, Antetokounmpo. Like in that one, where the Bama just dunking from the free throw line and just everything is a dunk. Um, then you have the Golden State Warriors, who was my pick to win the uh, the NBA championship uh, versus the Nuggets. Nuggets finally got one. Jokic look, looking like he about to be the MVP again this year. Uh, but the Golden State Warriors look dull. They look like they just got too much. They look like they just got too much. I mean, Jordan Poole, that Bama is Steph Curry 2.0 uh, with more with more athleticism, high ceiling, ceiling for athleticism. His floater game ain't on Steph level yet, but the Bama, <laughs> he be pulling the trigger like Steph, dog. Like, I don't know what Steve Kerr said to this Bama, give his confidence level. And now the fact that he's starting and stuff, it's just like Steve Kerr, I'm going to tell you why I believe the uh, Golden State Warriors going to win the chip. It's not necessarily because of the team and the players, because I think they have great players. And I know Bama's was like, you know, all heated about Mark Jackson, you know, being, you know, drafting the players and stuff, and then they kicking him out. Dog, I'm going to tell you something I do know about Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr has vision, dog. He knows what it takes to win. He knows, like, he might, he knows his players, and he's like, okay. Towards the end of the season, the Bama's like, they took a backseat last year. The Bama's just basically tanked to just get just get players. They were like, yeah, we don't have what it takes to win this year. Let's just go ahead and chill out. We're going to wait for Clay to get healthy. Like, dog, 
you can only do that when you got the full when you the coach and and you like him that's like what they do with Popovich like you're not you coach have because feels- they know exactly. you can coach exactly and so he said yeah we about to just go ahead tank everybody chill out Steph you go ahead get healthy woo woo came in groom some new young Bamas now you looking at the team and you're like yeah hold on these Bamas and at the beginning of the season it's like I don't know he said this for sure but it seemed like he told the Bamas in the locker room was like hey we need to win like 30, 35, 40 games. Let's just do that real quick. Because it seemed like they won all their games in the beginning of the season. Then they just took their foot off the gas and just like cruise control to the end of the year. And now these Bamas are looking all world. With Steph coming off the bench, Aaron, did you ever see that? Only, the only, a player, this is what you got to know. This is why Steve Nash is so trash. I just got to reiterate it. But this is how you know Steve Nash. I mean, you know, you know, Steve Kerr is a heck of a coach because Steph Steph is doing it with no with no no gripes, no gripes. Not like man, dog. Steph is getting paid max money. He don't have to, he don't have to do nothing he don't want to do. This Batman don't have to practice. He don't have to go to the team dinners. He don't even have to take the team flights with the team to the new wherever they gonna play at. He don't have to do nothing he don't want to do. So the fact that he's doing it with a smile and it looks like everybody's bought into what they're doing as a system, dog, to me, that's scary. And I know everybody likes the Celtics. Of course, they the hot team right now. They blew the doors off of Brooklyn Nets. They blew their back out and everything. So, you know, they the hot <laughs> team in town. But I'm just telling you, they if they match up against the Golden State Warriors, it's, it's a whole different ball game. When you gotta face that team, um, I'm just saying. So I I, I got to go to State Warriors finishing this one tomorrow night versus the first the Nuggets. They yeah, try they hard though, Nuggets, but they're not getting no chip this year. Okay, all right. Pelicans Heat is the championship. Ooh, heard <laughs> it here first. Ooh. Oh, uh, Heat and Hawks. That's if they get past this game. But I think the, the fact that they got it on a schedule like this, the TBD, I, I think it's already a done deal. Host <laughs> one, you know how Stern orders work. You already know. You already know, dog. They don't put stuff on the website unless they know it's about to happen, dog. I'm just telling you, that's just the truth. Um, follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Um, shout out to Wiz Buffy podcast. Shout out to Lance J Radio. Shout out to um, Sports Talk Tasha, Jenna Garcia. Uh, my man Van, my man Wes, uh, Will, uh, my man Chris, everybody who follow us, subscribe to the channel. Tomorrow night, we gonna get to the get down. It's all draft talk. It's all who's a bust, who's like that. We're gonna have you know video ticker, and all 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 that you you come here for, right? You gonna leave and understand and know. Who you want your team to pick? That's just flat out like that. So we'll do the mock draft. We'll go through each team, what their needs are, who they should pick. We'll go through, you know, different players and talk about who's who's who. So you'll have at least a found uh, an understanding of who who's going to be drafted in this year's draft. And then Thursday, you know what it is. You can watch the draft. You can kick back, and you know you'll either cheer or you'll you'll boo depending on who who your team select. Um, but we looking forward to it. 
Uh, anything else, Aaron? Anything I forget? Nah, I think you got it. We out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak. How does that do feel? That. How does that do feel? Do